This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Because if you can tell me what your habits are, I can tell you what sort of a person you are. I can tell you what your future looks like. But like I always say, life is 10% what happens to you. It's 90% what you do about it. The people who are most effective in the workplace believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past. When people don't believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past, they begin to disengage. You're listening to The Circuit of Success, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve success in every facet of life, only on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Now, your host, Brett Gilliland. Welcome to the Circuit of Success. I'm your host Brett Gilliland, and today I am interviewing just one of the one of the most sought after uh, body and business transformation specialists, Russ Yeager. Russ, how you doing, my man? I'm doing awesome, Brett. How are you today? I'm doing well. I know we before we started uh, recording, you are not a big baseball guy, but I am. So most of the time, I'm always talking about my beloved Cardinals on here. And unfortunately, last night after uh, my guys back over here beat your Braves, uh, unfortunately we got swept by the uh washington nationals so it well, is you know that, that's what you get for beating the braves that's right exactly you guys are <laughs> the nationals i'm sure so so man you are a, a body and business transformation specialist you own multiple businesses you're an author you're speaking you got a lot of things going on uh i like the, the said what i see one time you were the uh the husky guy right when you were growing up the husky guy so i'm sure we'll dive into that but like on every show russ i like to kind of start with Give us the backstory. Who was Russ? Kind of your upbringing. What made you the man you are today? Definitely, Brad. First of all, I appreciate you having me on, man. You know, as I was telling you before, you know, obviously when I get interviewed, I like to do a little research and, and listen to podcasts. But I, I was listening to a couple of your episodes and I couldn't stop. Like, oh, really, really you. great stuff. I mean, the and I'm sure we'll get into the the mindset, how important that is. I mean, yep. it, it's been critical, critical uh, for me. But you know, like we were just talking about, I'm 44 years old now. You know, I, this is what I tell guys when I, when I start working with them. I'm 44. Right. I have two personal training studios in Atlanta, Georgia, 13, you know, coaches that work for me at this point. Um, I've been training private online clients for the past 17 years. I have a new men's group uh, that 15, you know, we've touched in, in one way or another over 15,000 people. Wow. Um, you know, I keep, uh, have three kids, three and under. So I have a three, oh my three and a half year old son, Reed, and 20 month, or excuse me, they just turned two, uh, Christian and Layton, twin boy and girl. <laughs> and so have three kids, three and under, run three businesses, you know, but, it, you know, keep six pack abs during 65 days a year and run circles around guys half my age. And then I oh, tell them, awesome. I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying it for motivation and inspiration yep. because I didn't start this way. I don't have great genetics. Um, it's, it's hard for me. I actually have a fat kid inside of me and that loves to eat. I still overeat sometimes and overdo it. It's a constant battle, but I've learned through proper you know, systems, which I'm, I'm happy to share, you know, some of that today, yeah. my systems of how I'm able to, you know, achieve the physique, health and energy um, that helps me in my business and, and relationships and everything else. Uh, but also just constantly working on that mindset. But to, to answer your question, you know, I did grow up the chubby kid, you know, I'm a tall guy, I'm six, six, so I wow. could hide it. It's not like I was, was fat, fat, but uh, you know, I, I had to go back, going back to school, I had to wear the husky pants. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that was the nice way of saying you right. can't fit in the, in the normal pants. And I remember I'd go to the pool, you know, all my friends seemed to have the flat stomach, the abs, and, and I hated it, man. I hated taking off my shirt. You know, I was, I was a happy kid, a positive kid, but it really bothered me on the inside. And then this was, you know, we have those, 
life-changing moments, right? So I remember at 12 years old, yeah. my parents got a new video camera. So it was the big VHS, you know, camera, right? hundred pounds and yeah. hundred pounds. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and my dad, no, it's all exciting. He's doing home videos. My dad says, Russ, introduce yourself. And I was a shy kid. I said, um, my name's Russ. Um, you know, I like soccer. I like basketball. I love my dog, Rudy. And then I paused and I looked down and I said, and I'm fat. Oh. And I remember my parents looking at each other and it was just this awkward silence. I didn't know what to say. And then finally my mom broke the silence and she said seven words that really uh, changed the trajectory of my life. She said, Russ, you're not fat. You're just husky. And I don't know if she was trying to make me feel better or my mom's pretty smart and <laughs> she was right. a driver. She might've been trying to piss me off and, and it worked. And I decided like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure out how to get, you know, fit, lean and healthy. And I, um, you know, started, just went out and started running. I didn't know what to do. You know, I guess I got a little healthier, but I still didn't know anything about nutrition. And, you know, I started, uh, got introduced to weight training in high school, played basketball. And I really liked it. it made me feel you know, strong and put on some sure. muscle, but still didn't understand anything about nutrition. So I was, you know, didn't really look like I worked out and, but I kind of, when I get into something, I get obsessed. And so I, you know, early, late teens, early twenties got pretty fit. Uh, but got, you know, like a lot of us got into the workforce. I got my undergrad and master's uh, from Auburn in accounting. So I'm a CPA by trade, did that the first part of my career, you know, had a good career, uh, made good money, was working out, but you know, again, working too much, um, right. sitting behind a desk too much, you know, late night business dinners, you know, party and drink and all that stuff and found myself at 27 years old and, uh, decided, you know what, I'm this workout guy, but I'm don't look like it. I'm going to get this part of my life taken care of, hired an online coach. Um, and I said, you know, I, and I said, you know, when I get serious about something, I, this is what I've learned. Number one, I need to find somebody who's doing what I need to do. And yep. so I hired a, a, a coach a guy named Skip. He was the top natural bodybuilder in the world. And I said, number two, accountability. I need to, to have a, a goal and accountability. So I entered a physique transformation contest, you know, one of those before and after deals, thousands of guys all over the world. I said, Skip, I want to win. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. Hmm. And he, he said, Russ, you need to learn how to train like a bodybuilder. I said, no, man, <laughs> you don't understand. I want to be a big freak in a bikini. I want right. to fit muscular, lean, athletic. He said, I know most people don't have the genetics for that, but bodybuilders are the masters at losing body fat gaining lean muscle, which is what you want. So long story short, Brett, I did everything he asked. 13 weeks, I took my body fat from about over 25% to under 5%, you know, won the contest, uh, got sponsored by a supplement company, got to be a sponsored athlete at the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic, which is the large, still the largest bodybuilding fitness expo in the world. I started writing for some of the bodybuilding fitness magazines. And I knew like, as soon as I started getting more questions about how do you get, you know, how can I get muscles? How can I lose weight? How can I get fat? You know, more nutrition than I did accounting, that it was time to, you know, quit my job and, and, and do what I was put on earth to do. And wow. past 17 and a half years have, have helped a lot of people and, and love it, man. That's awesome. Well, good for you. Great, great backstory. Thank you for sharing that. So how much of it is your diet and how much of it is you going out and throwing weights and running and doing cardio, all that kind of stuff? Love that question. So, uh, you know, most fitness professionals, nutritionists will tell you it's 80% diet, right? 80% right. nutrition. I actually disagree with that. I think it's 50-50. And, and it depends mm. on how much you, how deep you want me to go on it. But, you know, the, without lifting, I'm a big, big believer in weights. Again, I was taught from a, from a bodybuilder. And again, I know most, most of my clients have no desire to be a bodybuilder. I have no desire to be a bodybuilder anymore. But the thing about lifting, you know, a lot of people will go out and they want to get fit. And so what do they do first of all, or they just want to lose weight. That's the biggest thing people come in. I want to lose right. weight and you know, losing weight simply comes down to having a calorie deficit, right? And so if you're eating less calories, 
than your um, yeah, putting, uh, yeah. than you're, you're putting in your body. Yeah, then you're going to lose weight. But the problem is most people, you know, what they do is number one, they have too big of a deficit, right? So I'm tired, sick and tired. I'm going to eat, you know, 1500 calories, a thousand calories, 800 right. calories, whatever a day, uh, or they'll cut out an entire macronutrient, right? Like, you know, low carb keto diet, which is basically just Atkins repackaged, um, is super popular now. And of course they lose weight, but the problem is the type and the other problem they're not doing is the strength training. So the, what happens, they'll lose weight, but the problem is the type of weight they're going to lose, you know, number one, they're going to lose water, especially if you yep. do a low carb diet, because every gram of carbohydrates holds two to three grams of water. So you get rid of the carbs, water flushes out. Hey, I've lost 10 pounds in a week, right. but Very nothing's easy. changed yeah. with your body. Um, number two, they're going to lose some fat. So that's a good thing. Thumbs up. But inevitably, if the calorie deficit's too big and or you're not doing strength training, you're going to lose lean muscle which is a huge problem because you've got what's called your base metabolic rate. And this is, this is probably one of the best things that, that I can share today for people who are, are trying to, you know, lose weight or, or lose fat. You've got your base metabolic rate, right? So that's the number of calories you burn every day, just being, uh, just to survive. So theoretically, you know, Brett, let's say your base metabolic rate's 2000 calories it means you could lay in bed all day. Um, you know, do nothing, eat 2000 calories. You're not going to gain weight. You're not going to lose weight. So if you want to lose weight, you'd have to have a deficit. But the problem is when you do, you know, most normal diets, deficit's too big, not doing strength training, you lose muscle. Huge problem because muscle is what drives that base metabolic rate. So let's say you lose and you look like a pretty fit guy, but hypothetically, let's say you were overweight, you lost 40 pounds and then you're tired of this diet because you're starving. It's not realistic. Right. And you go back to eating normal. Big problem. Now your base metabolic rate's not 2000 anymore it's only say 1700 because you lost that muscle. So you're actually worse off than before you started the diet. And so most people, you know, they, they either give up yeah. or they stay in that cycle. And what they're doing is constantly driving their base metabolic rate lower and lower and lower. And hmm. so the flip side, and, and I'm answering your question a long way, but the flip side is in why I believe it's 50, 50 nutrition and, and exercise, every pound of lean muscle you build, burns an extra 10 to 40 calories a day. So for example, my male clients that work with me average about 20 pounds of muscle built over the course of a year. And that doesn't make you huge and bulky spread out, makes you nice sure. and lean athletic. But we put on 20 pounds of muscle. Now you're burning an extra four, five, six, seven, eight hundred 800 calories every day. You've literally turned yourself into a fat burning machine. And you're, I mean, you're in the financial business. I kind of like to look at it as it's earning interest on your, your muscle. Your muscle's burning fat all day long, uh, whether you're doing anything or not. I'm just writing some things down here, man. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, my question too is around, so that all makes perfect sense. I get that. I like it. Uh, I guess like a couple of questions before I even move on from there is how does somebody get their metabolic rate? Like how do I know mine's 1700 or 2000 or whatever it may be? How would I know that? Yeah. Awesome question. So there's different tests you can do to get that. Um, you know, you, you can, you can, I guess, first of all, you know, you can estimate, I mean, I've been doing this a long time. It's kind of half art, half science, sure. you know, so one general rule, you can take your weight times 15, uh, you know, and if you have a slower metabolism times 12, so let's say you weigh, you know, 200 pounds, uh, then that would be about what, 2,600 to 3,000 uh, yep. base metabolic rate, you know, but again, get that's, my, that's kind of estimating. The best way to do it is to do either under, uh, underwater hydrostatic weighing. So this is the way wow. the uh, Olympic athletes do it. And literally, so you have to get in a, and we have a tank that comes around to my studios every once in a while. So you have to go, yeah, you have to get in the, 
it's most accurate, least convenient. You have to get in a bathing suit, get wet, go underwater. They put these big weights on your back, right? And then you have yeah. to blow all your air out. So it's kind of, you know, a little, wow. a little bit uncomfortable. And then you get these readings. Uh, but I highly recommend it because, and then there's other ways you can do it too. There's some different, um, bod pod is one of the uh, ways you can do it. You can do it dry. There's some other uh, really fancy um, uh, like 3D scanners. Uh, yeah. Now we're actually getting but the average person could just do, you know, so I took my weight times 15. It's 2475. So let's call it 2500. Yeah. yeah. So if I, if I'm at 2500 to your point laying in bed yeah. and I consume 2500 pounds or uh, that'd be a lot of food. If I consume 2500 calories, right? I'm eating pizza, soda, whatever. I'm going to probably stay pretty close to where I'm at because I didn't burn the 2,500 and I, but I intook the 2,500. So therefore I'm going to be pretty flat. Fair? Exactly. The theoretically. Yeah, Brett. Yeah. The, the key is, is finding some, you know, and again, getting it tested is the most accurate way, but start somewhere. Right. And then see what your results are. If you're trying to lose, yeah. lose <clears throat> weight or more importantly, lose fat and you start at 2,500, if you're, you know, if you see your, the scale going down one to two pounds a week, or again, I, I don't like the scale because if you're building muscle, right, you've had two pounds right. of muscle, there's two pounds of fat scales and change. So more importantly, are your pants fitting looser, right? You, you know, are you seeing yep. positive change in your body and is your energy good? You're on the right track. If yep. you're dropping lots of weight and you're tired, you're probably in too big of a deficit. So you need to adjust. Yep. And if nothing's happening, then that means you're not in a deficit, so you need to drop down. So having that starting point, but then more importantly than the, the starting point is, you know, tracking what's actually happening yeah. uh, to, with your body. So talk to me about somebody that came in and I was talking to them and, and they'll rename nameless, but they said, you know, the doctor's worried about their sleep because of the, that, that two o'clock to seven o'clock, there's just no energy whatsoever. Yeah. Right? yeah. And, and you probably hear that a lot, a lot right? So surely it could be sleep. But I'm assuming on the other side, it could be maybe what we're putting in our bodies and the exercise that we're getting. Would that be fair? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, exercise, good nutrition is always going to help any condition. But dude, sleep is one of those things that fascinates me, um, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, I'm definitely not a, a sleep expert. You know, I, I've studied it. But I know for me personally, like I sleep, sleep's important, right? You know, yeah. and whether we need you know, the average recommendation seven to nine hours, right? And there are certain people about, you know, uh, you know, less than 5% <clears> of the population that can get by on four, five hours of sleep. You know, I'm kind of jealous of them because they can right. get more done. more done. I've tried that. doesn't, doesn't work for me. Uh, at the same time, they've had, they have studies now that show if you sleep too much, you know, you're sleeping 9, 10, 11, 12 hours a night, um, then that can actually lead to depression, uh, which makes sense. And also uh, heart, you know, uh, heart issues, you know, cardiovascular yeah. issues. So, you know, kind of general rule, get somewhere between that six to eight hours. But I know for myself, you know, and I know you're a big mindset guy. Yep. Like if I, you know, sometimes I'll sleep eight hours and, but if I'm totally stressed, right, I'm running around, uh, I'm not uh, in my flow, you know, so to speak, yep. I can be exhausted. Other times I can sleep five hours, but if I'm in my flow, I'm loving what I'm doing, uh, you know, and I'm then, then I can feel like I can take on the world. So um, it's something that, that, that really, you know, interests me, but you know, there's no doubt there, you know, it's not a question of is exercise and nutrition good for you? You know, it definitely is, but, but it's not the only factor. I mean, yeah. stress is a huge factor. Right. Um, there's something, just getting off a little off topic, but there's, there's something called epigenetics, right? So we have our genetics that we get from our parents, some good, some bad. We can't hmm. control that. You know, I always say, do the best with the hand you were dealt. Do the, become the best version of you that you can be. But epigenetics shows that 
um, actually, uh, first of all, you know, nutrition exercise obviously can, can actually trump some of your genetics. So you can actually yeah. turn off some of the bad genes and turn on good genes. But what the studies have shown that stress is an even bigger factor in disease and illness than even exercise and nutrition. So stress wow. can literally kill us, is make right. us sick and kill us. Absolutely. And so, I mean, I think, you know, one of the things I'd like to talk about is, is three ways. I know you talk about your mindset could be sabotaging your progress toward kind of becoming that best version of yourself, right? So yeah. what are those three ways that you talk about? And uh, we'll get to the stress thing maybe in a little bit too, but you may touch on that a bit. Yeah, hundred percent. So when, when I talk about success with, with your physique, it, it comes down to three things, exercise, right? Which I think I emphasize how important the strength training is. I'm a believer in that cardio important too for your heart. But if I had to pick one strength training, uh, nutrition, we skimmed over that. I, I don't want people to say, Oh man, this Russ guy said nutrition is not important. No, no it's very. 50% is super important. And I think people yeah. say it's 80% just because it's the hardest part, right? Foods yeah. everywhere. You know, it's easy to overeat. Everything is is big and it's freaking confusing, you know, right? What well, is hard, man? I mean, I'm like, I run and gun and people probably get tired of me talking about this on the show, but four kids, right? Running from work straight home. Literally today, my clothes are sitting right over there. I will literally change in my office, Yeah, go straight to coaching basketball from work, you know, yeah. get home, maybe get to throw down a meal, go to another basketball practice, Yeah, come home, it's 830, you're exhausted and you're like, you know, yeah. now you just kind of want some quiet time. So it's hard to eat. Right. It's hard to eat healthy because my wife's running and gunning with some others uh, in another direction. It's, it's, it's so hard, man. And, and with nutrition is so, and I'm going to answer your question on, on mindset, but this is important. So with, with nutrition, there's, it's confusing, right? It's hard, number one, yep. and it's easy to overeat and it's confusing, right? There's, you know, keto diets popular, right? right. Intermittent right. fasting. Wait a minute. I thought I was supposed to eat every two to three hours. No, you're supposed to go all day and then, you know, eat a couple right, exactly. of big meals, right? You don't eat for like 15 hours, but yeah, yeah, hours. yeah, yeah. Carbs, carbs are bad. Uh, you know, uh, grapefruit diet, you know, anything you want, it's, it's confusing and people get paralyzed. So here, yeah. here's what I've figured out and, and, and to kind of simplify it, you know, I would, again, I was taught from top natural bodybuilder, you eat every two to three hours, you know, you prep your meals, you eat your chicken, your green beans and all that works, but who can do that? You know, when, it, you know, right. it's not realistic for, for long term. Um, the other thing that's important is eating healthy and eating to look good are not the same thing. And here's proof. So you may know somebody that eat all fruits and vegetables, no sugar, no starch, no dairy, no alcohol, no gluten, no nothing. But you're like, well, they're, they're overweight. They're not in shape, you know, right? Yeah. Um, eating to, to look good, to have a good, you know, lean muscular physique, keep your weight down, all comes down to getting your calories right and your macronutrients right. And the crazy thing about it, if you know how to do that, you, you know, you can do it with unhealthy food. So you can literally see somebody who looks like the picture of health. And I have to be careful about this. I told you, fat kid in a fit man's body. You know, if you understand how to mac manipulate your macros, you can look lean, healthy, you know, uh, six-pack abs even, eating unhealthy foods. Well, that's no good. You know, healthy stuff, it makes your inside. So here's what I've figured out that works not only for a transformation, but a transformation for life uh, is to eat. Uh, 80, 70 to 80% healthy foods, right? Because we care about our health. And that's pretty, yeah. fruits, vegetables, you know, getting water, staying yeah. away from processed foods. 20 to 30% of the time, eat what you enjoy. I eat pizza, ice cream, burgers uh, on a regular basis. So my pizza's okay I had for lunch today? It is, man, <laughs> if you fit it into your overall plan. Exactly. But here's the key, 100% of the time, or as close to 100 as you can, get your calories and your macronutrients right Based on Explain what you're macronutrients goal. real quick, please. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So macronutrients is just, there's three types of calories. So you have protein, carbohydrates, and fat. 
Okay. And so, right. And so pro and this is important too. most people and this, you know, people who, who, who are against meat would, would debate me, but, um, protein is the only macronutrient that's been proven to build lean muscle. And I talked about earlier, the importance of building lean muscle. Not even if you don't want muscle, muscle is what's going to drive your metabolism, burn fat and help you keep the weight off uh, long term. And so, you know, you want to get, you know, about a half a gram up to, uh, up to one gram of protein per pound of body weight. If you're a man, about 25% to uh, half a gram, uh, per pound of body weight as a female to have enough to burn, to build that lean muscle carbs and fat, you know, low carb is super popular right nowadays. Um, I mean, again, it, it works. You take out of one of the whole macronutrients and, um, of course you're going to lose weight, but the problem is, you know, is it sustainable? I mean, is it really sustainable to never eat carbohydrates again? Right. For me, it's not. And so I know if I can eat, you know, bread, potatoes, um, you know, um, good rice, stuff. And still have the body health energy I want, you know, and, and then that's something I can do for the rest of my life. Yep. Um, so it's just the three, three different, you know, types of calories, uh, protein, carbohydrates, and fat protein is, is, you know, uh, building blocks of muscle carbohydrate is your body's preferred source of fuel. That's the other thing. When you get rid of your preferred yeah. source of fuel, then you're getting, that's what your body needs. So you get all foggy, you know, in your brain and everything. And then that's why, you know, fat can be turned to the process of ketosis can be turned into fuel. Um, and that's the whole idea behind, you know, doing, doing, uh, you know, the keto diet, but it's just, you know, it's not a, um, sustainable thing, at least not for me. And I don't think for, for most people. Yeah. yeah. So I, I took us down a rabbit hole there. My apologies, but we were talking about the three ways your mindset could be sabotaging your progress toward helping you become the best version of yourself. Yeah, definitely, man. So, you know, the, when you get, you get the X's and O's of the workouts and the nutrition, you know, yeah. and you need to learn that once you've got that down, it's, it's, it's mindset, just like anything else, you know, when it's easy to work out when you're motivated and you're right. making progress and things are good. What about when you get hurt? You know, what yeah. about when you have a problem at home or, or, or with your job or something's going on yeah. with your kids or you're feeling depressed? That's when that mindset comes in. And so the three things is number one, you've got to have a strong enough reason why that's what I start with. You know, and I can't, why, why do you, why do you want to lose weight? You know, first of all, yeah. I, I find out it's more about the weight is they just want to feel good again. They want to yeah. have confidence. They want to have energy. They want to feel like a man again, feel like a woman again. So you got to connect to that reason why. And when you don't feel like working out, you know, when your buddies are begging you to go have a beer, you're tired, connect to that reason why. Right. Second thing I found though is more important than that. That reason why is not enough because we are controlled by our environment. And, and you know, you know, you turn on the TV and I really try not to watch uh, the news, yeah. listen to the news. It's so much negativity in the world and on social media and our environment, no matter how positive we you know, try to be or we are, your environment affects you positively or negatively. So yep. if you go through the day neutral, you're gonna end up negative. And so you having that strong support system, you know, having an accountability partner, having a coach, you know, I have a Facebook group of about 5,000 men from all over the world, you know, where they can post their, you know, their workout pictures, their progress yeah. questions. Uh, but what I found interestingly is, is it's probably 50% workouts, you know, muscles, fat loss, all that, and 50% what they're going through in their life, you know, uh, mental, emotional challenges, you know, overcoming yeah, depression, right. overcoming injuries. So having some kind of strong support system is, um, it, it is absolutely uh, critical. And then having, you know, accountability, 
of a coach is the, is the third thing. You know, again, I worked with, you know, Skip 17 and a half years ago, changed my life. I've worked with coaches for the past 17 and a half years. I work with a coach, you know, I work with business coaches now. I work with a fitness coach now and in, have invested, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, if not more, um, um, in coaching. Well, I appreciate you saying that because that's always one of my questions. I shouldn't say always recently because I look back on my career and I think how much I've invested in a coach, a business coach, a mindset coach, all those things to help me try to become the best version of myself, right? Yeah. Excel at home, excel at work, philanthropy, our community, obviously with our clients, I mean, all that stuff. But I don't think a lot of people invest back in themselves. They look at it as an expense versus yeah. an investment, right? You know, and it's so much and it's, uh, I had, and I've, I've gone through that, you know, cause I'm going to, I'm told you I'm a CPA, right? So I'm like, right. you know, my, bo guy, my right. bottom line is always fighting with my, you know, my uh, entrepreneur, you know, mind. Yeah, but yeah. I had a, I had one of my recent coaches tell me, he's like, Russ, every dollar you invest in yourself can never be taken away because it's inside of you. Right. And, and that's was really powerful to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal. So talk to us about the energy. I mean, how do we, and I mentioned earlier about the afternoon law and stuff like that, but yeah. what do you do to control your energy along with your craziness, right? The three kids under three, yeah. bath time's crazy, bedtime's crazy, your day's crazy. Yeah. How do you, how do you do that? Besides the, 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 the eating right and exercising, of course, we got to do those things, but what yeah. is it maybe some of your habits that you do that are no miss items throughout the day? Yeah, definitely. I, I know uh, my natural and, you know, the, I've done some research on this. There's people who have different tendencies to be like morning people, right? And, and yep. evening people and this and that. So I know my tendency, I'm not a naturally super early, early morning person, but I'm more alert, energetic, alive in the morning. So I get up and I get focused, focused, the most important things that I have for the day. You know, my time do you get up? two to three things. I get up about between six and six 30. So I'm not yeah. a super, you know, early guy. Yeah. I've tried doing the, you know, five o'clock thing and, right. and I can do it, but it works, works better for me to get up about six to six 30. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm usually mad done. about the fifth day of doing that. I like, all right, I'm going to try it. I'm going to yeah. go all in. And now, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a five forty two. Five forty two. is Five forty two. I like that. Yeah. Well, how did you Don't come ask up me with why, that? But it's five forty two. Okay. All right. I like that. And so, uh, anyway, man, I, I don't look at my phone. You know, this is something I, I've learned, you know, you, you look at your phone and now you're putting out fires, uh, yep. physically. And even if not physically, even if you put off to later, that's in your mind, you know? So the morning's one of the most important times yeah. of the day to set your day up to success. So I go through, you know, and I'm, I know a lot of people have super strict morning routines, you know, where they're meditating and stuff. I don't do that, but I do just kind of you know, keep it simple is I, I like to go through three things I'm grateful for, right? I, I'm grateful for to God. And I just, even simple things puts me in the right mindset. Um, and then I review my goals and then I go to work on the most important things of the day while I'm, while I'm fresh, I'm excited. Um, I like, you know, I'm at this point, I'm fortunate enough I can do my workouts in the middle of the day. So I do that at lunch. I like doing that. And then I'll come back and, you know, work in the afternoon until it's time to get the kids and then usually working, you know, at night, uh, but in the morning time, I've learned to take advantage because the afternoon I have the afternoon lulls, you know, just like anybody else. I can talk about some techniques to to overcome that. But um, I, I take it. I've learned to, you know, ride the flow instead of just, you know, grinding through and pushing. And, you know, that's a good muscle to have. But it's also important. Uh, you know, I've learned to work smart as well as uh, is working hard. So, so taking advantage of don't force yourself to be a morning person if you're night don't force yourself to be a night person if you're that's not right no i agree with that and i think sometimes we try to be perfect and we try to think about the uh oh this this book said it this way and i'm guilty of that right oh so i gotta do it this way and what yeah. i found especially in the last few years is maybe take that same idea this 
perfect morning, but then put it when it works for you. Right. And that, that's what's going to matter. So talk to us about those hacks, what I would call those life hacks. What do you do in the afternoon to get over those lulls you were talking about? Yeah. So, so it's funny you say like being perfect. So I, I've followed Tony Robbins early on. I still follow him. He's, he's yeah. one of my mentors and, and I fell in, I fall into that trap. Oh, well, this, I got to be exactly like, Tony right. now. I can yeah, learn a lot in the from, cold plunge pool. Yeah, 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 exactly. I can learn a lot from, from these different, you know, great, uh, you know, people, but it, it needs to, you know, be my life and, and, and I need to do things my way. But one thing he is, he is taught is energy, you know, start, you know, you can get energy from right from food, from rest, but he teaches energy from movement, you know, like I, you know, as, as, as strong and powerful as your mind is, you know, if you're, if you're really tired or you're in a negative state or just yep. a low energy state to try to talk yourself, Hey man, you know, talk yourself into it. I have energy. I'm energetic. Like that's hard. But if you just get up, move your body. I had a client the other day. He was like, Russ, and he, this guy's in, in the UK is one of my online clients. He's like, I'm just feeling depressed. I have no energy. And so I'm doing all this through literally through Voxer. It's a little walkie talkie app. And I, yeah. I said, well, on a scale of one to 10, I said, I asked him what's been going on. And you know, he's been getting enough rest. He's been trying, he goes, I'm trying to sleep. I tried to sleep for two days. I'm more tired and more depressed. Yeah. Right. And I said, well, what's your energy level right now? Scale of one to 10. And he said zero. And so mm -hmm. I said, okay, stand up. And I want you to just, I said, when was the time you remembered that you were had energy and you're feeling great? And he said, I don't know. I mean, he was like really being hard. Right. Really got dramatic. To, okay. Yeah. I was hiking you know, many years ago, you know, stand up. Remember that time when you were hiking, just close your eyes for 15 seconds and just stand up with your chest out, head up, big smile. Yep. And he did that. I said, what's your energy level now? He said a three. He said, that's magic. We took you from a zero to three in, uh, in 15 seconds. And then I had him think of a time when he was celebrating, um, at a, uh, at a football game where his team was winning and had him literally crank up music that he loves and jump around. And we got him up to a six, energy level. And that was a pretty, pretty tough. Uh, usually I can get somebody from a, a two, one, two or three up right. to an eight, nine or 10 simply by moving your body, right? You move your physiology is the fastest way yep. to change your, your energy and your mindset. And then you throw in music that you love and, um, you know, you get the, you get the focus, right? Um, so that's probably the, the biggest hack, you know, is, is in terms of literally forcing, you know, getting sleep, getting rest, exercise, taking care of yourself is the long term. But if you want a quick hack, uh, I mean, caffeine works too, right? Uh, but, you know, get, get up, you know, move around um, and, and crank some music you love. It's why a workout, you know, uh, makes you feel so good. Yeah. You know, if I feel good and I do a workout, I feel amazing. If I feel bad and I do a workout, I feel good every single time. Yeah, I don't disagree. We, I mean, some of us even around here, we were just talking about this morning is we'll go in and just run. We're on the fifth floor, just run down the stairs and run right back up them. You That's know, awesome. Gets the blood flowing, gets the yeah. heart going. It definitely creates some energy. There's no doubt about it. hundred percent. I love it. So, um, what's the one brutally honest reality check that will change your outlook forever? Talk to me about that. Hmm. One. Nothing's, nothing's as easy as, as it looks like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you see these, uh, these people who, you see people who are quote unquote made it successful. And, you know, you, you know, most of the time you just see the, the result. You don't see what yeah. they're going through until yeah. you talk to them and, and read their, their backstory. Yeah. 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 Cause I think there is something, there's always something back there that uh, is kind of sabotaging where we want to go. Uh, what I have found is what's changed my outlook forever is that, that perfect thing we were talking about early, right? I, I would try to do this one thing at a certain time of the day. And if it didn't go as planned, or maybe I could do it for four or five, six days. 
But as soon as you stop that, then it's like you start to beat yourself up, right? And then it's like, oh, this is not perfect. Then you can get mad about it and you're trying to take it to the next level. And so I think what I have found is, is testing when you're at your best throughout the day. And that's when you're going to start to focus on the most important things in your life. Yeah. So, and for me, it's, I call it my focus 90. It's, it's 90 minutes in the morning, right? When I get to the office, if I can block and tackle these four or five things, I win the morning, I win the day. And yeah. so that's very, very important to me. So, I love um, it, man. so what advice would you have for the, you know, let's call it the 35 year old Russ. If you could look back through your businesses and your life, now kids, all that stuff, what would you tell yourself? Yeah, I would say, you know, I, 35 and, and even 25, like I messed around so much, you know, I mean, I had fun. I went to college, you know, yep. I picked my career in accounting just because, you know, I could do it and I, I, I heard I'd have a good job, you know, if I did that, but you know, I was a typical college kid, you know, I was partied a lot, you know, drank a lot, not focused on, on, you know, my goals and, and, you know, at 44 now, I feel I got kind of serious in my late twenties, you know, more serious in my thirties. You know, having kids, as you know, changes everything, serious. right? Yeah. <laughs> now you got, you're responsible for three people. And hey, maybe I'll look back at 44 and say I was playing, I feel like I'm really focused and, and determined and doing a lot yeah. now. You know, when I'm 54, I may look back at my 44-year-old self and, and say, man, what were you doing? You were, yeah. you were slacking. Were you thinking, man, look at all this time you wasted, right? Yeah, I feel like I'm just scratching the surface. But I would say, um, you know, I, I would say to, you know, figure out what you really want in life and, and, and like, dude, do the activities yeah. that are going to get you where you want to go. I mean, you know, it's, it's easy to play and, and goof off, but you know, playing and goof off leads you to a place that, that you probably don't want to be. That's right. Um, talk to us about any no miss habits. So is there anything like maybe in the morning you do that you got to, you know, is there shake? Is it water? Is it, what's that look like for you in the morning to get you going? Yeah. Like I think I kind of touched or touched on it earlier. You know, I don't have a super specific morning routine, big, big believer in water. You know, I get up yeah. and drink, you know, a lot of people say 16 ounces. I think that's a good, good kind of general rule. I don't yeah. really count. I just drink a lot uh, throughout the day. Um, the gratitude thing is, is big yeah. for me. You know, again, it's simple and I don't have to be in a certain spot. Like I do a lot of this stuff in my car because you know, having three kids, I mean, it's crazy in the morning with three right. kids, right. but in my car, I, you know, I'm either listening to something, some kind of business, you know, personal development, uh, or I'm doing my gratitude, you know, I'm doing my prayers, yeah. um, you know, you know, whatever, but keeping it, uh, you know, keeping it simple and also, you know, keeping perspective, um, you know, right. The, it's like we get the stress level and the things, you know, people uh, get stressed about and the suicide rates, especially in, you know, young men, uh, which is why, I, you know, specifically, you know, working with, with men now, you know, and having two boys, is just crazy. And so putting yeah. things in perspective, like, you know, like the gentleman you had on last week, I mean, he, he almost died at war. Like that's yeah. real, that's something to be stressed it's about. Real. Like the fact yeah. that you lose a big client or, you know, you hurt your ankle or, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic, like none of that crap matters. Perspective's a big deal, isn't it? Yeah. And I think it, it does come with time and that, that wisdom of perspective of, you know, when you are in your early twenties and you're running and gunning, it's like you don't get that big deal. You think, "Oh my gosh!" And so, leads me to my one of my final questions: is fears? We put a lot of fears in our mind, but how many of the fears that you've put in your mind—business, personal, all that stuff—how many of those have actually blown up to the magnitude you put them in your mind to be? Almost zero. Yeah, almost zero. And so I went to this is, this is funny. I went, you know, going to all these conferences. I went to a, a millionaire mine intensive, right? I'd always heard those are pretty cool. So one yeah. of the things they have you do, he brings out these arrows, like a bow and an arrow. And he's like, you know, we're going to 
put the the arrowhead right here in your neck. You you know you can see me. The audience can see yep. me. Right in the soft part of your neck. Another person's gonna hold their hand out, and you're gonna step forward and break it with with your neck. And everybody thinks that he's joking. Like there's no right. way he's gonna have this room of a thousand people <laughs> right. do this. And then he does it. And then your, your mindset kind of shifts to, well, if he did it, maybe it's possible. So long right. story short, you know, we did it. And, you know, I'm, I consider myself a pretty, you know, confident, tough guy. But I was like, shit, like, what if this thing goes through my right. neck and blood's starting to And I die. And anyway, long story short, I do it. And it was, it building this up in my head. It was nothing. It, it broke exactly, you know, the physics of it. And they knew the yeah. physics of it. Broke exactly how I want to. Huh. So that was one lesson is we build all this stuff in our heads. But then the second lesson was like, I was like, oh, that was no big deal. And then it's, that's the other thing is entrepreneurs. And I heard you say something earlier, like we're so tough on ourselves. I, we rob, no dude, you broke an arrow with your neck. Like right. that's a big deal. Like we rob ourselves from celebrating the awesome things, you know, that we do. Um, yeah. And so our brains are, are really, really fascinating, uh, fascinating things. Yeah, they are. They really, really are. So tell us about this book, live longer, feel better and look great naked. <laughs> yeah. I figured that covers pretty much the three things that, that, that everybody wants. Right. Um, and so <laughs> anyway, yeah, basically I had, you know, I figured out over the years, I get about the same 12, you know, or so questions over and over and over. Yep. And I had, um, a, a client say, you should write a book, you know, with, um, uh, answering those questions and, and providing value. And, and so I did it, you know, and that's another, awesome. you know, if you say a, a key to success or success or life hack is I've made so many mistakes, but I just like, I do stuff. I'm a ready right. fire aim guy, yeah. I guess, you know, but my philosophy is, you know, if I do a hundred things and I get, you know, 20 of them, right. Or even 15 of them, right. I'm beating the guy that does 10 super calculated things, you know, and thinks that's and right. overanalyzes takes forever and maybe gets, you know, 80 or 90% of them right. right just by taking action. So where do our listeners find more of uh, Russ Yeager? Where, where do we find you? Yeah, definitely, Brad. They can go to RussYeager.com. Um, you know, I actually, you know, they, they can get my book there if they're interested. I have a 30-day um, Get Shredded program on there that they can download okay. for free. Um, you know, and a lot of people give, get, give me some flack. Well, 30 days, uh, you know, you, can, you can't get shredded in 30 days. The, 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 the one-year eat right, exercise, and be consistent uh, program wasn't getting people's attention. So I've learned I need to get people's attention. You know, right. I get, and then 30 days, look, if you're serious, you can see right. some, some results. But I've learned my whole thing. I get people's attention with, with, with the physique, you know, with the physical, with the body. And then I help, then my goal is to change their lives, you know, with my mind and my heart. I love it. I love it, man. All right, Russ Yeager, we'll send people your way in the show notes. And uh, thanks so much for being on the Circuit of Success. Absolutely, brother. Thank you so much, Brett. Really, really enjoyed our time today and appreciate it, my man. Same here. Tune in next week for another episode of The Circuit of Success with Brett Gilliland on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and through our website, circuitofsuccess.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and email any questions to info at circuitofsuccess.com. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm. 